how do you cut a foam mattress? Or how do you cut a foam mattress at home? Or the best DIY way to cut a foam mattress? And this applies to us because so many of us are creating custom mattresses and cushions and bed sections. So yeah, it becomes an issue. There are a lot of people asking this question online, so I thought I'd dig into it a bit. I've cut many pieces of foam myself for for custom either mattresses or cushions, and uh, it's not tough. You can do it. So the best DIY approach to cutting a foam mattress is with a snap blade knife because the long, sharp, thin blade will easily cut through the foam while allowing you to maintain a straight, accurate cut. Conversely, the best professional approach to cutting a foam mattress is with a foam cutting tool. Well, here's the thing with foam cutting tools. They cost several several hundred dollars. The only advantages to using a foam cutting tool are that the cut will be straight or clean, that is, and that you can make the cut quickly. So just real briefly, uh, first of all, again, there's no reason to spend several hundred dollars on a foam cutting tool unless you're going to get into the foam cutting business. Don't spend the several hundred dollars for a tool that you'll, you'll use once every several years. And as far as the speed and accuracy of the cuts go, here's what you're going to find when you use your snap blade knife or some of the other tools I'm about to talk about here. You'll find that the cut will be a little bit jagged and somewhat imperfect. It's it's actually fairly difficult to get to cut through foam and and get a really straight, clean cut as if I don't know, as if you were slicing through a, a piece of bread, for example. Maybe that's not the best example. Uh I'm struggling to to think of something similar to foam that you would cut through. At any rate, uh, you'll find that the cut is not is somewhat imperfect. But here's the thing: you're going to cover it. You're going to cover it up with a, with a mattress cover or a cushion cover, and no one will be the wiser. Uh, the only the only people who know that my mattress cuts are a little bit jagged are me and you. So don't worry about that. It's not a big deal. The again the the characteristics you're looking for in a in a cutting tool for foam, it should be thin and long, and very sharp. So it is possible to use something other than a $2 snap blade knife, such as a chef's knife or a bread knife, but that knife has to be very, very sharp. So snap blade knives, um, the nice thing about them is that they provide a long, straight, uh, very sharp, almost razor sharp edge. And of course, your snap blade knife, you would want it to be new. So you extend it all the way. Uh, if you're not familiar with snap blade knives, the way that they work is the reason that they're called snap blade knives is because you come out, uh, I don't know, it's, maybe it's an inch and you use this section of blade for a while until it's dull. And then you snap it off and then you can you can slide the knife out another click, an inch or so, and voila, there's another section of blade there, and it's new and sharp. Well, when you're cutting foam, you just extend the snap blade knife all the way, and it comes out, I don't know, four or six inches or so. The length of the knife doesn't have to be the same as the thickness of your foam. In other words, if you have a six-inch piece of foam, six-inch thick piece of foam, your your knife, even if it's only three inches long, that's fine. Because no matter what, you're going to wind up making several passes to make one cut. 
So before we get into that, let's talk about how to measure and mark your foam before you cut it. There are two best ways to, uh, to, to mark the foam. The, the best way to measure it, of course, is just with a measuring tape. Now, it's nice to have an upholsterer's tape, um, rather a, a seam, seamstress tape or sewing tape that's just a flexible cloth tape. I keep one of those around. Sometimes they're very, uh, very handy when you don't want a carpenter's measuring tape that's, that's stiff and, and kind of unwieldy when you're working with soft materials such as foam or the cover that you're going to be making. So measure accurately, first of all, for uh, length and width, whatever, however you're cutting. And then the two ways to, to mark, one is with uh, a straight edge. Now, you know, if, if you've got limited space, um, you may not want to store a four-foot straight edge or a six-foot straight edge uh, in your garage or whatever your workspace is. Uh, now, you can just use wood. You can use a section of, of uh, two by two, uh, or you could use a, a length of two by four. You just want to sight down it and make sure that it's very straight before you use that as a guide. Now, my favorite way to mark foam for cutting is with a chalk line. Uh, actually snap a, a chalk line. It, it, it creates a beautiful straight, uh, straight line every time. You'll probably need someone to hold one end because normally with wood, if you're using a snap line on a sheet of plywood, you know, you can use a small nail or just hook the snap line at the edge of the wood and then one person can hold the, hold the line tight and reach out and snap. May not work so great with foam. So the other thing is that the foam needs to be laying on a very flat surface to use uh, a chalk line. So that's it. Very simple to mark it. Oh, I was going to say, if you do use a straight edge, then use a Sharpie to to mark your foam. That way uh, it shows up really nice. Sharpies mark foam great. Uh, I, I keep two or three different colors of the smaller fine pointed Sharpies around. So uh, yeah, use a Sharpie. Um, now, getting back to blades real quickly. You know, there's a lot of talk online about using an electric meat carving knife. That that's the only way, and that's the best way. And use the the power saw, uh, <laughs> power knife. Um, if you have an electric meat carving knife, go ahead and experiment with it. See if it works. But really, don't go buy one for this job. It's not necessary. You know, I I, I carry uh, my everyday carry pocket knives. Are I keep them so sharp that I can cut foam with them. Right. So there's an example of just just how much special gear you don't need to cut foam. It's not complicated. It doesn't require special equipment. Again, unless you're a professional cutting mountains of foam, just use a a thin, sharp knife. And I've tried the electric meat carving knife. It works fine. I wouldn't say that it creates a cut that's that much cleaner than a click knife or rather a a snap blade knife, but your mileage may vary. Give it a try if you've got one, or maybe your neighbor has one and won't mind if you use it to cut foam. I don't know. Uh, So the real trick with with cutting uh, foam, the, the secret to cutting foam well, is that you're going to go slow and easy. So don't expect this to be like a hot knife through butter. That's not how it's gonna go. Uh, let's just picture that you've got a slab of foam laid out. And th- by the way, this could be normal foam or it could be memory foam. 
there's also the question all over the place of how do you cut memory foam? Well, memory foam can be kind of gooey and oddly soft, and and it, it behaves weird under the knife when you're pressing into it. But this tip of how to cut foam in general will resolve all of those issues, and that is, again, slow and easy. So you've got your slab of foam out, you've marked it very straight and clean with your straight edge or your chalk line and your Sharpie. And what you're going to do is um, open your, your snap blade knife up or whatever knife you're using and just make a kind of gentle pressure, even motion cut into the foam, a perpendicular to the foam, and and run the knife along your mark uh, very consistently and smooth from one end of the piece of foam to the other. And then what you'll see is that you probably didn't go very deep into the foam. Maybe you went in, even with a, a, a four-inch snap blade knife, you're probably only going to go in on that first pass an inch, or maybe if you're lucky, an inch and a half or two inches. Now, what you don't want to do is press really hard and try to cut all at once, because what will happen is the foam will bunch up under your knife, and it'll, it'll be really jagged, and it'll wander off in some direction you don't want it to go. Again, slow and easy. So once you've made that first kind of uh, gentle test cut, then you want to kind of spread that cut open a bit and get the knife right down in the in the lowest point of the cut where you've already cut through and do that again. And you can kind of spread the foam with your fingers as you're cutting and you can see how deep it's going and you can make sure that you're staying along your straight line and that you're keeping the knife perpendicular as you cut. And what will happen is on that second cut, you might uh, you might end up cutting a little less deep. You, you might decide, well, I don't want to push too hard. I want to make this nice and slow and easy. Or you might find that your foam is cutting really nicely and a little more pressure is okay and it doesn't bunch up and your knife is sliding through beautifully. And you can get your cut done in two or three passes. And But here's the thing. If it takes six or ten passes to get that cut clean and straight and perpendicular, then take your time. You know, you're only going to do this once and it's for a mattress that you're going to sleep on many, many times for years and years. So take your time and get it right and uh, don't be in a hurry. Now, all of those rules apply at a much higher level to cutting to cutting memory foam. Really take your time and really pay attention to how it behaves under the knife. You know, you might find that your power knife, your meat carving knife, gums up really quickly with memory foam. So just skip that if it doesn't work and and do it in this slow, gradual fashion, as I've described, with a very sharp snap blade knife. Now, snap blade knives are cheap, so if yours is old and worn out, (laughs) go to the hardware store or get on Amazon and buy a new one. Uh, It is worth it to have a very sharp knife to do this, so... And especially if you wind up doing a bunch of cushions and bed sections, you'll want a really sharp knife. So maybe even grab a couple of them while you're at the store, just so you're sure you've got a good sharp knife while you're working. Okay, I've said enough about how to cut a foam mattress. I hope that works for you. If you have questions about cutting foam or anything else related to van life, shoot me an email at podcast at vansage.com. I'd love to chat with you answer your questions, whatever. Maybe I'll even answer your question on the show. All right. Thanks for listening. 
Hey, I hope you're enjoying the show. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Camper Van Podcast. The Vansage newsletter goes out every Sunday evening, and if you're not signed up for that yet, well, you're missing out. Packed full of valuable, fun weekly features, product resources, videos, photography, exclusive content, and other cool van life stuff. It's easy to get signed up, only takes a few seconds, and the link to do so is in show notes right there in your podcatcher app. And while you're at it, I have a quick favor to ask. Please take a few seconds to send that link to friends, family, post it to your social media feeds, etc. It really does make all the difference and will allow me to continue publishing this show. Okay, that's it for now. Take care. Have fun. I'm glad you're here. Enjoy the adventure. But you treat me so Running 